0: So, a quick announcement about what the next... I can tell you right now what the next 10 episodes of Patreon will be. Yes. If you are going to sign up for our Patreon, every level gets a bonus episode. Yes, that is correct. And the bonus episodes are going to be... All Hairspray. (laughs) No, no, they're going to be our top five movies each. Yep. So, Two Drink Cinemas, top... top 10 movies movies so we've realized this many episodes in that we haven't reviewed any of our favorites yet so we're going to review them for bonus episodes on the patreon yeah and the first one's going to be hairspray so listeners jump onto our patreon patreon.com forward slash to drink cinema if you want to get our bonus episodes and hear our reviews of our favorites two drinks in a.
1: Cheese.
0: Cheese. Woo, cheese. Clink. You're not getting a can opening sound effect for the start of this episode. Cuz we have already started We've on already our next our drink. We have fastened our seatbelts. It's going to be a I would say smooth. It's not gonna be smooth. It's a if a tangent is a bump, it's gonna be a bumpy ride. It's going to be <laughs> a Destructed ride. Distracted it's like drink or driving. Distracted. It's like drink driving. You shouldn't do it. You shouldn't but well, you can drink and podcast. Yeah. We ate before, we are responsible drinkers. Don't drink and, and drive. Podcasters. Don't Even drink Even if and you've drive. eaten, don't drink and drive. Okay. Anyway, this okay. Isn't, yeah. We have to do a little public service announcement. At the end, we say drink, drink responsibly. We do say that. Yep. We, the brand we, of the we. the brand of Two Drink Cinema. Um, And so we're saying it at the start as well. Don't drink and drive. Welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. Thank you for joining us. Make sure you have subscribed either on the YouTube or whatever platform that you listen. Give us a thumbs up on the YouTube videos and if you are listening on a podcast platform, give us a rating and review us. That's the best way for everybody to Tell know how good freer. we are. Tell your friends. I share told it. plenty of friends. I've told I lots had, of friends too. I had um, I had a friend's thirtieth plus one on the weekend because she was thirty last year. She oh, couldn't yes. do it because of lockdown. Yeah, and then I ate my body weight in gin. Um, and <laughs> then because she knew all about Eve was coming up, yeah. So I wanted to get it was domestic gin. Yeah. Oof. Um. And everyone's talking. Do we to have domestic gin? The, the domestic gins in Australia are the high. Well, the place shelf gin. the place I went to was like we make it out the back. Oh, so very domestic. Yeah, like literally, like in the guy's bathtub. Domestic comes from the word home, so it was probably at some bloke's yeah. house. Um. Oh. And you told everyone about it. Well, I was talking to friends and stuff. Domestic, domicile, domicile—that's true. Your house. I think always when I first when I think domestic I always think violence. Okay, not good. (laughs) We should have had a trigger warning on this episode. I've been watching a lot of police things, and by a lot I mean one police series. A lot, but a lot of it. (laughs) But a lot of it, yeah. So this week we are uh, talking about all about Eve Mm -hmm. because Brett, you assigned me to watch it. Nineteen fifty. Nineteen five times. It's almost the oldest movie I've ever watched. Really? Yes. What is the oldest movie I've ever watched? I wouldn't know. Oh, like I don't The feel Wizard like, of Oz. I don't feel like I've watched any uh, silent movies. Okay. So, like, 1939 is probably the earliest okay. I've watched. Yep. Um, that could change soon. It's a, it was a big year, 1939, <laughs> for cinema. It was. Uh, in the Oscars, particularly, and a big year all about Eve, 1950. 1950. We'll go for the Oscars straight off the bat. Just bam. Because I make, know well, you've they got make, it. They make fun of it straight away in the movie. Oh, yeah. He's just like, ooh, that uh, that a movie award. <laughs> yeah. That it got nominated for 16 of. 14. 14 of most ever tied with, with other movies, one that kind of deserves it and the other one that doesn't deserve it at all. It's what? Titanic and La, La Land, so oh yeah, right. I was going to um, say like Lord of the Rings, Return of the King was nominated for a lot, eleven. A couple have been nominated for eleven, a few, yeah, yeah, but only three nominated only three for fourteen. Three nominated for fourteen. All about Eve, hundred percent deserves all fourteen. Five of them are acting, four of them, and this is the record, isn't it? for women four women acting yes. nominations for one movie hasn't been done before nor since nor since only done the once and it is an absolute powerhouse of female acting oh yeah it's it's that we haven't even seen now like we're at the moment now of obviously the social change around women and representation and equality yeah. but like there's so many movies that are that are powered by women now but i haven't seen something as powerfully women and as powerfully acted by women as this movie. Yes, because they're all strong women in very different ways. The three main ones. Yep, yep. And then Bernie, and then the Thelma Ritter is Thelma Ritter. Thelma Ritter is Thelma Ritter. She going a career being Thelma Ritter. So good. She's like it's um like today if an actor wanted to be Thelma Ritter. It'd just be like, oh, but that's all she does. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, that's all she does because she's very good at it. She does it so well. Yeah. But that, that's the thing, and I wrote it in my notes as I was watching the movie, Thelma Ritter, exclamation mark, mm. because she's just so good. But also then I wrote later, she's the comic, she's the comic relief, but she's also yes. a character that makes a point. Well, she's the first one kind of at the start that goes, summons up with this Eve woman. Yes, but and we'll discuss it as we get deeper into the movie, but the whole thing is women in theatre. Yes. And so we have yeah, true. Margot, who is the ageing superstar. Yes. And Eve, who we find out from at the start, mm-hmm. is the young superstar. But then we have Thelma Ritter... Who was the Vaudeville star before the before Margot, Margot, but didn't make it into the actual theatre? No, and so now is essentially a maid. Yeah, she's a assistant. Yes, well, and maid answer the door, get rid of that autograph hunter. Yeah, clean up, answer the phone. You know, just generally insult me. So not only is she like when we see comic relief in movies, they don't have any bearing on the plot or any. Yeah contribution to the point of the movie. Yes. And Thelma Ritter has both, her character, Bert, Bertie, has both of those things. She has the comic yeah. relief. She has the, oh, Eve might be a bit dodgy. And she has the third option of theatre woman. Yes. Whereas like in other Thelma Ritter, I'm trying to think of the two that Rear she's in, off the top of my head. Rear window. She's that same kind of thing helper of... Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, but she's a, and but she's then, a bit of balance. Then she goes and yeah, dinks. and early on she's a bit of balance against James Stewart's going a bit mental. Yeah, but she kind of is trying to balance that out with mm-hmm. Grace Kelly, and then eventually she gets she gets turned around and is sent across the across the courtyard. Yes, and the other one you're trying to think is, of is um, Pillow Talk, where she's li- literally just. Comic relief. She's like Rock Hudson's maid who comes in every day completely hungover. Okay. Like It's just, if you can imagine, if you can imagine Birdie mm. hungover,
1: very okay. badly hungover yep.
0: all the time. It's yep. basically a character nine years later in a different movie. She's very good at it though. And yeah, very good at the, that kind of, and she, she's balancing out the wildness and the bitterness yes. of Margot. And the um, ego. Yes. Yeah. Um, did you like There's that? many egos in this movie. <laughs> did you like that very early on, because you're a Family Guy fan, did yeah. you like that very early on they said the title of the movie? I did. I, <laughs> I didn't think that. That is a running gag. Yeah. Um, uh. Eve, I love that almost every character says Eve. Eve's name. I feel like every time they say her name, they say it the same. Eve, 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 Eve. You know what I mean? Like well, each person each has their own way, has their specific way of saying Eve. Yeah, and every time they say it, they say it the same way. Oh, uh, Eve. We oh, only cool. we only get two narrators. Three isn't Betty does a bit. I don't think so. I think she does a little bit, but not as much as the other two. Um, yeah. So we get Addi- Addison, Addison DeWitt, mm, George Sanders, Witt. George Sanders, yes, uh, and Karen, Karen, who definitely has as some bridges. Definitely has some Karen moments. There's definitely some Karen moments in there. Uh, they're the two main narrators. Maybe
1: that's where it started.
0: I I kind of I. Well, I was on board with the narrator at the start as Addison DeWitt because yep. you learn early on that he's, you know, the writer and the critic. And so that makes sense for him to be the narrator. Yes. But then I, I did, as it went along, the jumping between sometimes he narrates, sometimes Karen narrates. Yeah. I found that a little bit strange. Okay. But then I feel like if it was a book. It's like Maybe chapter one. The book was written. These para- These chapters are from Addison's, and these chapters are from Karen's point of view. Yeah, I always think it could have been if there's the four other main people. Yep. The director, or five. the director, the, director, the, the writer, writer Eve. the wife, he, and Betty. So there's the there's the six that aren't. So the other five that aren't Eve. Yes. It almost would be a better movie. If they all narrated at some point about yes. how they what they think of Eve, blah but blah I, blah. But I feel then within the story is you that would give Betty Davis less chance to act as yes. well as she does as Margot Channing. Yeah, because she is full Betty Davis in this. Oh yeah, this is her like peak. Yeah, but interestingly. She wasn't the original resurrected. I don't know. Actually, (laughs) actually, no, she wasn't. But anyway, because that's what that's that's how you start all of them. Interestingly, Interestingly, she wasn't the original. um, She this kind of she says it resurrected her career. So she was big in the '30s. Yeah, won a couple of Oscars like straight away. Yeah. Then after that, Eve style, Eve style, (laughs) just bang bang, came out, bam, I'm amazing. Yeah. Um. Then after that, she kind of made started making some. Shit movies. I was going to say questionable, but yep. apparently shit. Yeah. And they flopped. So then she was like, she couldn't get a job. She, nobody would hire her, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. To the point where she apparently took out an ad in like Variety. And it was just like, divorced, mother of two, long time actress in the silver screen, can do this, surprisingly nimble for my age, blah, 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 something like that. And then... um. She also had a reputation of being yes. very difficult to work with. Yes. It's probably um, why she worked so well as Margot Channing. Yes. Yeah, so she might have been like, not acting that much, but. Um, was she drunk a lot in real life? Like probably. Margot? She probably was. I think everybody was back then. Mm. Um, yeah. And so the she smoking. says then this like, started her career again, like yep. resurrected yep. her career after the slump. Then she came back. She came straight back into an Oscar nomination yeah. yeah um so yeah so it's it's a very mysterious movie like you don't know anything yeah. which if i think if it was made now you'd know straight away the the movie would be a little bit more from eve's point of view and how she does the manipulation it be gone girl yes although in gone girl you don't know it's all fake until the end. Spoiler, spoiler. Oh, that's a newish <laughs> movie, so we shouldn't spoil it. It's no, been, but it's you... like the book's been out for years. Yeah, she... Anyway, she kidnaps herself. Anyway, so, she slits Barney Stinson's throat. Yeah. While they're doing mm. it. Ugh. Um, It is an interesting thing because what I noticed this time more than other times I've watched it is that apart from like one very short scene until the end, mm. there's never any scenes with Eve on her own. So you don't actually see, get an idea Behind of who, the... who Eve really is. Yes. Because obviously she comes in and it's all, oh, blah, this sob story, blah, blah, blah. I'm from Wisconsin or whatever. Um, which obviously then later on you realise or you get told. Is all fake? Yeah, because it's just her way of getting in. But, but like, and I wrote in the notes um, her st- her story of how Eve came to be so in love with Margot and moving to New York. It's a very captivating story. Yes, and she tells it very well. Yeah, which then when you realise later that it's all fake, mm. you go, "Oh well, yeah, yeah, she's a good actress. Yeah, wowsers." Um, But then because she acts different later on Obviously there's peaks and troughs Earlier on she's the sweet, you know, farm girl or whatever Yeah, the simple girl Worked in a brewery Yes I wrote, I wrote something out, like a fish out of water kind of thing Oh yeah But not that Anyway A duck out of pond Yeah, duck out of pond is what I wrote That classic saying That bastardised saying so, is this a bit of the golden age of cinema? Or this is just the kind of the end of the golden age of cinema, would you say? 30s, 40s, yeah. the golden age. Yeah, Is this the golden age of cinema having a little bit of a jab at the self-indulgent theatre scene? Well, that's what I was thinking. It, every, when I watched it, I'm like, oh, it takes the piss out of movies. For a movie that... But it also takes, all of Hollywood loves. But it also takes the piss out of the theater. It does. It makes because everybody very... in the theater talks like this. Yeah. And everybody in the theater is making fun of the cinema. <laughs> and you can't possibly go to Hollywood. <laughs> and Eve's always, oh no, you can't go to Hollywood. You'll never return. And then Betty Davis is like, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> and that was terrible. <laughs> oh, it's on the drinking game card though. <laughs> Terrible, terrible impression, impression. Terrible impression, tick. You know, I can't do a Betty... Da- I'm not even going to try. It's just going to be Can offensive. you do the Betty Davis eyes? No, I Kim, can't. My, they from can't Kim Kahn's point of view. They can't view. get that big enough. Um, it is interesting. So, that's what I was like, who... And then, obviously, there's one big scene where the screenwriter, the writer cracks the shits and it's just like... Joseph L. Mankiewicz, who wrote the movie, yep. is clearly just like, oh, I have these feelings about actors and I'm going to put them all in about Oh, no, actors. even before that, at the very start, <laughs> yeah. when Bill, the director, meets Eve yep. and he just goes on this tirade about the theatre. Oh, the elephant with the ball, that's theatre. The yeah. flea circus, <laughs> that's theatre. Everything's theatre. You you women think that only the theatre is behind this ivory green room. Mm. <laughs> it's like, is this just cinema having a go at theatre? Yeah. yeah. It did seem that way, but then it also seems to be making fun of cinema at the same time. Well, I think time. that's from the book. The book has probably written theatre taking the piss out of Hollywood. That's true. Yeah, And then Hollywood's like as much as this is a really good movie, yeah. <laughs> I've also got to take the piss out of and have a jab at yeah. theatre. Um, that was the thing. It's like when you watch it, when you... Because it's a movie you really have to watch. Like, yeah. you have to follow and see who's this person, who's this yes, person. Yes, I what, got no Candy Crush levels, levels blah, blah, finished blah. during no, this movie. I, I might have, but maybe not the first time I watched it. Mm. Um, But it, there's a lot of words... There was a lot of talking in this movie. Yeah. Well, and that's you don't I I don't want to sound like an old man. Okay. You don't get movies like that now No. in the mainstream. You have to go off the main. Yeah. Into the indie or you know, into the art house before yeah, yeah, yeah. you get actors movies. Mm. And like, and I wrote in my notes, it's so well directed. And I love the simple, it's just a camera. On someone's face. It's just a camera yeah. and actors. Yeah. And it, it is walks behind like the play. actors into the... Well, that's why I looked up whether it was an original screenplay or not. Because a couple of things that make it seem like it could have been a play is that it's a very... Simple direction. Yep. And it's a small, like it's a and small, it's a small cast, cast and there's not like the other things you think of plays, it's like, it's not that many sets, places they go yep. all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. The, like you could do it with 10 people. Yes. Um, plus yeah, p- yeah. 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 And extras and one line, like there's the credit of eight, it, aging actress. You could do it without Marilyn Monroe. Oh. Uh, I've no. got a couple of notes about Marilyn Monroe. I have one. Yep. Good. A little bit later. Yeah. Um But it was so, like, but it was, wasn't it was like based off a, a short story short story she published in Cosmo. Back when Cosmo wasn't just about sex quizzes. It was on the page after the sex yeah. quiz. Yes, in this not the sealed section. Yeah. It was a legit section. Actual Cosmo? Was Cosmo the one with the sealed section? Was Cosmo or Cleo the Australian one? Leo was the Australian. was the Australian one. Yeah, like Holly Valance that always had would have had the Hemsworth from the Home and Away days on the cover. Yeah, yeah. Margot Robbie on the cover. You know all this shit. Anyway, no, she's not shit. I like Margot Robbie. (laughs) Continue. (laughs) Speaking of Margot's, so one there's a there's a lot in it. Yeah, but then in between things happen quickly. Like the conversation in the alley between Karen, the screenwriter's wife, and Eve mm. is a very Mrs. deep Bridges. is a very deep conversation and does a lot of explaining as to Eve's character, but then within ten minutes, they're saying, You have to tell us your origin story. Yeah. It's an interesting way of setting up the it does I think it does well at introducing the characters and telling what they're all about. Yes. On a Base level. Obviously, yep. then you dig deeper into Eve because it is all about Eve, and you dig, and you do dig deeper into Margot. Yes, but yeah, it's they had very probing questions in the in that dressing room for like, a girl that they had just walked in yeah, off the street. Yeah. It's like no, because it's probably like they never meet a real person. Yeah, it was. She was probably a novelty. Yeah, it was like who? Mm. Who's this mousy little girl? <laughs> mousy. Another thing from that um, dressing room scene that I think you will like is there was actually tea in the cup. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about <laughs> that a lot, about someone picks up their... Picks up an empty. <laughs> oh, oh, look how heavy look this and is. Look, I've oh. got all this tea. <laughs> but there was actually tea in the cup that I was worried Bill was going to spill at one point. I sp- he was going to spill the tea. Bill was almost going to spill the tea. Spill the tea which on Which wasn't Eve. a thing in 1950. Um, she's a simple girl... And despite the very probing questions from Karen and Margot in the dressing room, it's very good Mm. that you don't know what really is going on Yeah, and you don't have any hint. Like I didn't get... I really, like it was a third of the way through the movie before I thought, I was like, it's a bit sus. Yeah. What Um, was the first thing where you were like, ooh, this is a bit weird? I reckon I probably had it earlier than most people because I'm very sceptical. Okay. Right? <laughs> I assume I'm the straight, worst of everyone. Well, <laughs> Straight away. So, so, case in point, we watched The Queen's Gambit on Netflix as everybody else did. Really? Right? Yes. And I don't know if it's because we watch too much true crime yeah. or because <laughs> I'm such a leap to the bad thing. I mm. really like... I was really surprised. I made it through eight episodes and she didn't get she didn't get touched up. Oh like I just went straight to oh, she's about to get she's gonna get touched up. Were well, you're assuming point. she's a young woman in chess surrounded by all these men, she's gonna get touched up. Yeah, but and she lives in an orphanage. Oh like, and the ticks, creepy janitor guy could yeah, have touched her up or ticks, tore her chest. It took so many boxes of a story that's about to go then she got fiddled with, which makes her more determined to become to a be superstar better at chess, men. chess mistress. Chess mistress, grand, sounds, grand mistress. That sounds a bit <laughs> kinky. Hmm. Well, she was a bit. She was pretty sexed for a chess player. Yeah, yeah. she was by far the hottest chess player <laughs> yeah. in the world. <laughs> so was half the cast. True, much hotter. Even um, the one Neville from, Longbottom. No, <laughs> was no, he in it was it? the one um, of oh, no, the Dudley, the the fat one. Yeah, Dudley, the bad cousin. Dursley. Dursley. Good. Anyway. Um, it, I think it got a little bit sus. Uh, when she was do standing in the dresses, she said, "Oh, oh I'll take the dress back." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she stood there, and at initially, I was like, "Oh, she's just that that much in love with her." But then a couple, it was kind of like, "Oh, actually, maybe." Hmm. Hmm. No, Another- actually, what it was was when she sent a telegram to Bill for his yes. birthday. How creepy was that though? Because she did the phone call, which, which then you would think like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's doing her job. Good on you. But she, then she goes, I sent him a telegram myself. Like, you're a creep. You're a psycho. Yep, <laughs> yep. It's like Pierce Brosnan checking up on Sally Field last week. Yep. So, yeah. And then, continuing the theme of things happening quickly, Margot goes from... She's great, and yes. I don't even need Thelma Ritter anymore. Yeah. So she's like, she's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. Get her the fuck out of my house. And just that little cunning jabs. She doesn't mean that Do like know when, when you they have say, the party? When you said cunning. When they, linguist. <laughs> when they come, and, you know, and they have the party, and then... Um, how, good, how good are parties, though? Oh, wouldn't you just next... love to walk around drinking all just martinis Actually, and chain-smoking... For the whole night. I'm gonna make that my next party. To the point I've where I've got it's... a piano in my house. I'm gonna hire a pianist What's for it, my next play party. Or I don't care, it is. just there you go. You can do that in The Sims, so why not do it in real life? I played a don't show. Don't lock someone in the room with no doors and watch them. I played slow a like um die. But... I played a show once in a in a musical and they were struggling to get uh players. You and know. it was a country town, so they got the closest local pianist who w- He wasn't actually very good at reading music, Mm. but you could name any jazz standard, because he was about 80 years old. Right. You could name any jazz standard and he'd just play it. Over there, over there. So we'd get there (laughs) and we'd we'd, we'd do our little (laughs) warm-up and then we'd just go, Oi Neville, play Misty for me. Yes. (laughs) That's what I'm going to hire at my next party. And everyone's going to drink martinis, um, but you have to smoke outside. Yeah. Uh, but gonna, if you do smoke, you're not allowed to stop <laughs> Yeah, Once you have one cigarette, you're just smoking the whole night You know what I was funny, like with the smoking Or you can walk around the house and check every receptacle yeah, To see yeah. if it's got, got cigarettes, cigarettes in it or, And the lighter works, that lighter works yep. that's lighter work. um, the... You know what I'll do, because I don't want smoking in my house I'll just pipe packets of fads oh, And put them in okay. all these little dishes um, around the house But if I want a cigar, can you also buy Big Boss? Yeah, we'll get some okay, big good. buses good, good, for the good. for the gentlemen. For the gentlemen, only if you wear your top hat when you come. I have a top hat, yeah, and then the ladies have to wear them. It's from like some Saint Patrick's Day costume. I've <laughs> got a rainbow one <laughs> from my Buck's Day. <laughs> I have an Uncle Sam hat. I think. Ooh. Ooh. Is that okay? Uh, no, that's fine. He just wanted people to, to join d- the, the wall. He yeah. didn't say only whites. I did. I do like that rainbow top hat. Good. It was funny because we got on a tram because you made the amazing race around yeah, the city yeah, as yeah. part of my bucks. And I was wearing a rainbow tie and a pink sash that you'd re- crossed out bride, bride and, bride and bride groom, groom. And yeah. then the rainbow top hat. And then everybody in my little team rainbow flags had everywhere. a rainbow flag. Yeah. And we got on a tram in on a the Saturday afternoon <laughs> in Melbourne. Middle so of I was the city. it was city, pre-COVID. Yeah, and there was probably a footy game on. Yeah, there, so there yeah. was people. And then I overheard someone go, I think it's a gay box. <laughs> no, no, you I just, think? just generally wear this on a Saturday afternoon with mean? my little posse. I'm on the way to work. <laughs> um, all right, my next party. I'm you're going to have do a, a All About Eve party? Yeah, I'm going to have a piano. Do you have spl- small, like a small little thing of steps? I will. I will. Good. Because then I'm levels. So I can just walk up every five minutes go, I'll make you're going to ask me a question. I'll make some steps up into the theatre room. Yeah. You're going to ask me a question, and then I'm going to scull a martini, <laughs> then dramatically walk to the stairs. Light another cigarette. And then go, I'm going to fuck shit up. <laughs> and then, well, that's it. Oh, and doesn't she what? It's funny, but because I was like, oh, they're so reacting. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like... This was Eve's plan all along. She says, "I'm going to go in. I'm going to fuck their friendship up. I'm going to fuck all their relationships up. Yep. And they're not going to like anymore, so they're going to have to hire me. Well, it, it works. Eve, it works in any possible. I think she was covering all of her bases because yes. if she fucks Margot up, she takes Margot's roles. Yeah. If she fucks Karen up, Karen up. She fucks, Lo- their, she Lloyd. fucks their. She fucks. She her- fucks Lloyd up, and then she yeah. marries Lloyd. Yeah. If she fucks Bill up. Margot is destroyed anyway Yes And if she fucks Margot and Bill up She can end up with Bill, the director Yeah And then she's yeah. fine The only one she didn't cover Is was, Birdie Was the French producer Oh yeah <laughs> Poor Max But Marilyn Monroe was working hard on him Oh yes At the direction of Addison DeWitt She was She's so stunning Again, we talked about in some Like It Hot But Marilyn Phoebe. Monroe is, Phoebe? Yeah, I ph- know uh, Phoebe's no. the girl at the end Caswell Miss Caswell not, cri- not Miss Criswell He said it once, Addison He said it once anyway, But they generally me. called him Miss In like Criswell. one of, I think almost her first movie She wasn't Marilyn Monroe at this stage She was in the credits She was, but she wasn't like
1: oh Marilyn Monroe uh,
0: Yeah, yeah You know So it was like Margot Robbie in Home and Away Not, oh Margot Robbie It was more like Margot Robbie in Wolf uh no Did she do something before Wolf of Wall Street? A couple of little things Yeah, she was like that Yeah um yeah, because she's so young but so beautiful. Um and then that little bit is the scene that could be viewed as problematic these days. We need to have a section each week called problematic. problematic. Because okay. problematic is the buzzword of pre you know, that's stage one before you get cancelled. Problem, almost problematic. Problematic. Where yeah. if you just apologise and say you're going to learn from it, you're fine. Yes, you're fine. Yeah. Um, oh, like I watched Love, Victor. Yes. And... Oh, problematic. No, and the the dad says to the youngest kid, who's the precocious kid that I don't like. Yeah. That we talked about no, last no week in Mrs. Doubtfire. Like no kids don't talk like that. No, kids don't talk like that. The dad says, do you want to watch Jumanji? And the kid says, No, it's problematic because Jack Black plays a woman. Oh, okay. So problematic is the thing. Yeah. This is the scene that could be talked about as problematic. Okay. In Addison DeWitt says basically says to Marilyn Monroe, Go and flirt with Max to get a gig to get a gig. Yeah. Which problematic. And then you cut but like has much changed, but it's also the movie that's the point of the movie is commentary on women in show business, yes. But yeah, so the, fa- the fading older one, the new one, genuine, the new one, just trying to get her start any way she can, yeah. And I think what makes it actually slightly less problematic is that there hasn't changed enough. No, exactly. That thing. And that is a big part of the... For, to get serious for a sec, that was a big part of the hashtag Me Too and the Weinstein and all of that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the Weinstein used that idea that women need to be beautiful and need to do whatever it takes yeah, to yeah, get yeah. Their, their gig. So Speaking it is, of Margot Robbie, mm, in the movie Bombshell, not in real life. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Cool. It is, yeah, very much that... Yeah, and I wrote that a timeless, unfortunately, timeless comment on beauty and men. Yes. Is that men just view women as these beautiful objects that they can use to get what they want out of. Yeah. Except obviously Margot Channing. Cause she's yes. a strong woman and she's they're not married. She's probably old. She's forty. So she's old to not be married, probably. Yes, but I feel like, and she talks about it in the car with Karen, she used to be like Marilyn Monroe and Eve. Yes. Young and pretty yep. and feminine and using that. Because mm-hmm. she said those things that you sacrifice in order to guarantee basically the longevity and the power of your career Yeah, are the things you need to then become a wife. Yes. So because there's all a career, there's a career all women share and that's being a woman. That was a quote. Oh, okay. I, I didn't kind of just like, make that up. Came up with I that. I'm not that good. Jeez, we we're lost on podcast and yeah. we should be writing shit down. Yeah, I am. No <laughs> scenes, no. Um, um Betty Davis plays a great drunk. She's good at it. I think she's had a lot of experience. Yeah, I feel like she might have been drunk, but um She I, but she's not like, drunk often gets overplayed. Yeah, where she's just sitting at the piano. She's like. just sitting at the piano and then Bill comes over and goes, when's the viewing of the body? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, it's not dead yet. I'm going to be buried sitting up. <laughs> We're not <laughs> done with the embalming. <laughs> oh, which is great because the embalming is obviously, she needs to drink more martinis. Yes. And all of that party, That that's... The whole depth of Margot's character. Oh, you get all levels in the, of... In the uh, in one, one scene. It like, shows how big she is because there's a pianist and a sable coat yeah. at the party. And then the start of the party when it's just Eve and her and Bill. Yeah. And she's doing the whole like, uh-huh, I'm an angry woman. Yeah. That kind of level. And then she goes down to drunk. The drunk. And then she just becomes a normal emotional person who's going through a change. Yeah. I was going to say a change of life, but that's too close to that change of life. That change of life. I'm not sure there's the subplot of Margot's <laughs> menopause. <laughs> that's in the sequel. <laughs> all about Eve 2, Margot's menopause. Yeah. It's all about Phoebe. Or the, is that menopause... The creepy, the creepy girl at the end. <laughs> is that menopause the musical? Menopause the musical. Yeah. It's, her, it's the, her whole character in one party. And it's, it's funny that it's ha- like it's halfway through the movie. Yes. And yes. we see glimpses of it. She puts on this whole pretense when she first meets Eve of this more fancy than she is and, you know, Birdie has a go at her oh, about yeah. it. Oh, God. And then... How do you do? Yeah, and then <laughs> she has a couple of moments where she's angry at Bill and a couple of moments where she kind of suggests that she feels like she's getting too old. But then it's all there and is the case when you've had... Ate too many martinis. It all comes out in yeah. one. Yeah, it's she's just white girl wasted. Um, it was interesting. There's one because like a little bit of it is about the age, and there is an age difference. Yep. between um, Margot and Bill. Yeah. Oh, a whole eight, eight years. And it's like, oh, he's thirty two, and he's always looked thirty two. I was just then I watched go, He doesn't really look thirty two. He looks a bit older than that. Like mm. it's like they don't look that. When you look at them, it doesn't look like there's a big age difference. No, but I think the point is that men age gracefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More gracefully more than women. More gracefully are. Yeah. And, but then, I wrote it again, Margot turns so quickly mm. um, from loving Eve to, oh, and then that line when she's going up to the stairs, she's going up to bed. And she says to Bill, Eve, you'd, lo- you'd love to come, take my clothes off, tuck me into bed, you know, kiss me on the head, whatever. Yeah, you know. tuck me in, kiss Eve, me goodnight. Eve would love to. And then Eve goes, I would if you wanted me to. And she goes, I don't want you to. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, stay the fuck away from yeah. me. And then storms off. And then Eve plays Karen. Yeah, with like, she plays Karen like a fiddle. Through this like a fiddle? Oh, she's the softest touch oh, yeah. in the whole thing. She go, you know and what? Eve knows it from the one. She goes, Oh. Nobody pays attention to the playwright's wife. I'm just gonna feed her ego to get what I want mm. the whole time. Yep. To the point where she then makes it Karen think it's a good idea to sabotage her best friend's car. Yep, and subsequently career. Yeah, so Eve gets to be the understudy. She, yeah, and the party is also the start of where you see Eve's manipulation. Mm, mm. And you start to see, you don't see her planting the seeds, but you start to see where she's planted the seeds. Yeah. And how they're coming. You don't know, you don't really know until the interview with Addison in the dressing room after her understudy performance that her whole origin story is a lie. Oh yeah yeah. And yeah. You, what was your husband's name? Oh, I'm getting in the shower. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, avoiding the question. Yep. Red flag. Um I did write a note about the the small cast because the movie the party scene is where they're all there. Yeah, and they're all going, and Eve's going between all of them, and Margot's going between all of them, and they're all so good. Oh, yeah. Even Marilyn is in that whole exchange, and Max. Yeah. And they're all so good that they just are all going, and no one lets it down. No, like, everybody does their job. Yeah. And there's not, like... um, They said, like, there's a lot of stuff when... Betty Davis and Celeste Holm talk about making the movie. Mm. Um, and basically, Celeste Holm is Karen. Karen, yeah. 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 They did um, like the first few days or first week or whatever of filming. Then they showed it and they're all like, oh, yeah, this is pretty fucking good. Like, yeah, we're, we're doing something pretty good here. We're if, fucking nailing this. So, they were like, we're all, <laughs> They sat in a room and went, um, we're all really good. So let's keep doing it. Let's, let's make all, it better. Let's, let's all go. make sure let's we're go. really good. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oscar, <laughs> they Oscar, Oscar, let's yeah. go. Come on. It's like, and then Oprah barged in. You get an Oscar, <laughs> you get an Oscar. <laughs> Except only one did. <laughs> right, so of the four nominated, none of the women won. Really? Yeah. Was it because you reckon the, the old bag lady that we're convinced is the yeah. Academy yeah. of Motion yeah. Picture Arts? Um, they say that. Got confused. Yeah, she got confused between bet and... Um, and Baxter or, or is it like people are saying oh I don't want to age it it's like people say when someone's really good in a football team but it's a really good team they split the vote that they take votes away from each yeah. other so that's what they reckon because like when Gary Ablett won for the Gold Coast who else was getting the yeah, votes yeah um they say because Anne Baxter really like had to push or somebody pushed for her I think to get nominated or Whatever in the best actress category, even though it's she's even, it's all about Eve. You think like, like yeah. yeah, but she wasn't Betty Davis. Yeah, right. Yeah. So then they reckon because Would of they that, they have nominated her. Were they originally nominating best supporting? I think so. Mm. Which then seems wrong because she's in it a lot. Yeah, but then if she does, surely Thelma Ritter can't be. But, yeah, no, she can. Yeah, she... No, no, but, like... She's in it for 10... She's in it for, like, 15 minutes, yeah, but still... but you can... You can't go, if Anne Baxter is supporting actress, then Thelma Ritter has to drop off by nudging down. I'm not explaining myself no, well. No, Don't I'm worry what, You about can it. only nominate two in there. No, not you can only nominate two, but, like... But she's sub-supporting. If Anne, yeah, if she <laughs> becomes sub-supporting, which there's obviously not a category no, for. No, there's not. But you're not going to have Anne Baxter – what's her name? Celeste Home. Celeste Home and Thelma, and Ritter. Thelma Ritter nominated in a five-person category.
1: Well, you could. It's happened you before. Could.
0: You could. Not with women, with men. Yeah, of course. Um, But, yeah, so they reckon that split the vote. People like, oh, I don't know who's better. I'll just vote for this one. Who did get it that year? Oh, it's the worst thing. Oh, it's like Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, no. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow a bit like 50 years earlier. Denzel. This, this, it's bad, but it's not like it's this Born Yesterday movie and this woman Judy Holiday, and she's this this ditzy blonde thing. I can't really remember. I watched it once, and I was like, Betty Davis is better than this, and I never watched it again. <laughs> and Baxter's <laughs> better than this, but it was the biggest year, and then because the other movie that this year was Sunset Boulevard, and that's all about Gloria Swanson, is very very good in that as well. Mm. So if anything, she should have won. Anyway. We won't go dig deep, deeper into that. I could go on and on and on. So, continuing on from the, the how good the small cast is, that fight scene in the theatre oh, that, do, the, that yeah. doesn't come too long after the party. Party, because then it's the audition. The audition that yep. they all screwed each other over for. Yep. That it made did make me think of the Dream Girls song. Oh, yeah. Where I'm they all you, all am going. Yeah. The one before that. Yep. Um, it's all over. It's all over, but better because you can actually see Bill's face move, unlike Jamie Fox. Like Jamie Fox, and the, yeah, you could just the small cast and how well yeah. they work together, and how good each of them individually is an is an actor, and acting uh, as well as I know actors, which I don't. To take one of your yeah, <laughs> if phrases. I was a movie maker, but I'm not. <laughs> And then last week you said, as well as I know Sally Field, which I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I seen her in four movies, that's enough. And ER. And, and Brothers, and, brothers sisters. and Sisters. And the f- not The Flying Nun. <laughs> no, I haven't seen The Flying Nun. <laughs> Maybe we should watch that. Anyway, that's for our that's TV our podcast. podcast. That's a TV rewatch podcast of The Flying Nun. The Flying Nun, Blue Healers. Friends. So, yeah, that fight scene is so good. And each yeah. each actor individually... And you, you will have seen in movies where big actors take space away from each other. Yes. Really good actors with really commanding performances and they try take and, away from yeah, each other. And they try and overact. Yeah, or not like necessarily trying, yeah, outact each other. And, you know, they there may be because, you know, actors have their ego thing. And it mm-hmm. may be they're trying to outact each other. But with such compelling and engaging actors sometimes just doesn't leave enough space no for the others but these 5 that are in this scene and then max says a couple of things mm. obviously and that makes sense from what you said about they got together after the first few days of mm. um what do what they call me? them rushes dailies ooh the first few days and they watch the dailies of them going this is really good. Yeah, we're all really good. We need to be really good. Yeah. So, in parts, in parts, it's I'm Betty Davis and I'm amazing. Yes. I'm Ann Baxter and I'm amazing. And then in other parts, it's we're an ensemble. We're amazing. And we're amazing. Yeah. They should have an Oscar for Best Ensemble Cast. Yeah. They do in the Screen Actors Guild Awards. Do a Best Ensemble. That makes sense. I don't think they'd ever do it at the Oh, uh, they could. It's such but an no, individual But then, but then thing. they just like, oh, then everybody gets one. Then like Tom Cruise everyone would have like three. Everyone gets a statue. Same yeah. What's Tom Cruise's ensemble movie? Though? I don't know. Rain Man. Tom Cruise doesn't make Born ensemble movies. Born on the 4th movies. of July. They're not ensemble movies. No, but then if you... If They're Tom Cruise no, movies. No, go, like cast. Outstanding cast in a, in a movie. No, but an ensemble cast is different. Like you can have an amazing cast, but an ensemble is essentially a movie of five leads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, I, I was listening to a podcast um, recently, and another Aussie movie podcast, and they were talking about American Pie. Uh, it's called Total Reboot. Okay. If you want to have a listen. Yes. Um, and they were talking about American Pie. And when you think about American Pie, you think Jason Biggs. Yeah. But really when you watch it, it's an ensemble. Yeah. It's those four kids. The four, the four guys want to get laid. The four boys and slightly stifler. That Like mm. that's an ensemble. Yes. Whereas like anything with Tom Cruise... It's a Tom Cruise movie? Yeah. Even okay. even Rain Man. Yeah, yeah, is like Tom Cruise, Dustin Hoffman. Uh, 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 for argument's sake, yes. Yeah, Mission Impossible is Tom Cruise, the John mission. <laughs> everybody else. Yeah, I don't know who anybody else that's in it. Um, so yeah, th- this works really well as a powerhouse of individual acting performances and a really strong ensemble. Yes. Performance. But then right through, we continue to get little bits of narrating, which even after the fight scene, still build a bit of mystery about what's he, going yeah. on and what we don't yet know. Yeah, saying to us, "Oh, there's still more." Like when, like after, like directly after the fight scene, when Lloyd comes home, Karen's painting something. I don't really know why, because she's a housewife; she doesn't have anything to do. Why wouldn't you paint? She's just like, "Oh," and then she's narrating herself thinking of the idea to fuck up Margot. Yeah. It's weird because it's weird to watch and then you see like maybe and then she does the reaction like what she's thinking. (laughs) It's just Oh, yeah. She's reacting and narrating her own reactions. Whereas if it was in, that's what part of it you could think it was a play as well because that would just be kind of like some like soliloquy kind of thing. Which yeah. She would be saying that it out could be on stage. She's painting and then Lloyd comes in and Lloyd freezes. She's like, Maybe Yeah. I could drain the fuel tank of my husband's car after he fills it up. Yeah. It's very gone, girl. Um here's something I wrote then then I wrote Fucking Karen. Oh, <laughs> because, okay, okay, just because, in general. Yeah, Karen does fuck up everything yeah for for margo which seems very unlike karen uh a then karen A now karen well no and now karen will do it but yeah. this character whose name happens to be karen yes would not do that it's Until only because eve gets involved yeah she's a she's such a soft touch that eve manipulates so well that she's totally out of character. And that's how good a manipulator Eve is, is that she drives Karen completely out of character, which she doesn't do with the other people she manipulates. No. She just plants little background things around Bill and around Lloyd. But she fully manipulates Karen to do things very out of her character. Yeah. She doesn't, though, manipulate Margot. Oh, no, because she couldn't. She manipulates the periphery of Margot Yeah, in order to undermine her. Mm. Um, And then it all comes together in the ladies' lounge. Oh, the ladies' lounge. What a lounge. I'm going to put, cou- for my party, I'm going to put a couch in the bathroom. You're going to put a couch in the shitter? Yeah. Well, in the bathroom. I mean, oh, Maybe right. I'll put one, maybe I'll just get a plank and a mattress over the bath. Oh, okay. So but it's like gonna a need, lounge. You're going to need to make all the walls in your bathroom mirrors so you can sit there fixing your day hat or whatever. There was one <laughs> woman like right... It was really distracting. It was like right in the foreground. It's like she's going to the Melbourne Cup. She's got this like fascinator on. It's oh, a, really? Like, butterfly. It was so... I found it really distracting. How did I, you I distract? I find it distracting? <laughs> I watched on a two and a half metre screen, this <laughs> little 4-3 <laughs> old movie. Maybe because... I'd seen it before and I wasn't paying as much attention To what was actually going on I don't know But that weird Even the shot When you when she went into the ladies lounge And Karen walks in Even the shot of just like And then creepy pans to Eve just like sitting there quietly On the couch in the toilet <laughs> On the couch in the toilet Yeah, it was just a It was, it was, it was creepy She's a creep Eve's a creep Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah Total manipulative. I sent him a telegram too. And she's such and that really just rams home how much of a soft touch Karen is. Cause she was a legit gonna do like Well she did she drained the gas tank yeah. and but then even after Karen realizes how much she fucked up, because in that car scene with Margot, she realized that she goes, that, yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. And then Manga goes, What, you didn't drain the gas tank? She's like, Oh, oh. And goes, oh. <laughs> but then, even after that. If it was Deadpool, she would have broken the fourth wall and looked directly in the camera and said, I did, though. And then it would have gone to some like 80s song. By Wham or George yeah, Michael. Yeah, either one. They're the same person. They're the same, apparently. apparently. Um, but even after she realizes how badly she's fucked up and potentially ruined her best friend's career. She still, she was still gonna fuck her over again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even before, um, Eve full blackmailed her. Oh yeah, like she was eighty yeah. percent there. Yep. because she's so soft. And then Eve was like, "Well, if you don't do it, I'm gonna tell everyone you fucked up your husband's car. Yeah, and you fucked up. Uh, and then I'll just Margot. tell them that you said critics should come to my thing." Yeah. Fucking Addison DeWitt is also an arsehole. Yeah, but he is from day one. He's like the one. Perez Hilton of the 50s. He, but he is from day one. And we yeah, know like that. You're not surprised by Critics that. are meant to be Because At the start, he's sitting there on the same table at that thing with the... I suppose it would have been Eve's table. Anyway. And he's sitting there with the cigarette with the stick in it, which I've always wanted to smoke. They well I'll you have know, them. I'll smoke, and <laughs> I'll have them at my party. Oh, next just to just the like, big buses. I'm a lofty gay in the fifties. I'm assuming. Who knows? I think he was. But critics are meant to. Well, be, later on, because like, later know. on, it was just like, "You're going to be my wife. You're going to be my beard." Rawr. We didn't say beard. Well, wife. Why wouldn't you? Marilyn Monroe's turned him down, obviously. Yeah, she's off to Hollywood. I assume. Yeah, you oh, would think why would she so? go to Hollywood? Oh, Hollywood, like the Hollywood actress at the party that stays for five yeah, minutes. Yeah. That that was another just another jab when she, when the saber you don't co- even see the Hollywood woman the saber <laughs> yeah the, and but then the saber code is put on the bed, and someone says, "Oh, who's this?" And she goes, "Oh, you know, picture people." Yeah, <laughs> just like one of those because people in the movies don't act. No, compared to the stage, compared to the theater, Yeah. And then, uh, yes, and that's when we all really see in the ladies' lounge all of the manipulation that Eve has done. Yeah. no, That's when we realise that Eve has been manipulating everyone this entire time. Mm. Because even though Karen does the thing, we don't realise it's because Because of of Eve's manipulation until then. And then your brain clicks back to all of these things. Yeah. And if it was a modern movie, there would have been like little flashbacks. If it was a modern movie, you'd already know. Or you would have it, been told from the start. The, the start would have been... There'd be things in it yeah. already. Yeah. Rather than scenes of Eve doing manipulative shit that you don't see, you would have seen them. You would have seen them. Yeah. And that's part of the problem with modern movies. Yep. So... Then the weakest shot of the whole film. They're walking down the street. They're walking down the street in <laughs> New Hampshire or wherever it is for the out of town because they're walking at your pace, but the camera's going at this pace on the YouTube. We're just taking a light jog from upstate New York. Yes, while the camera just walks slowly next to us. I'm gonna keep doing this. It's actually kind of a Don't. workout. <laughs> Looks weird. <laughs> I'm gonna make people sick if I'm just gonna me. put I'm just gonna put that on our TikTok. You go and and then in the background, you can have something. Else. In the background, I'll just have us walking down uh, Burke Street. Um, it is that then. always takes me out of it a bit. That one shot, I'm like, oh no, because I was watching it, I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, it's a movie. Oh yeah, no, I was watching it. and I go <laughs> up to getting up to that point, I'm like, oh, this shot, I remember. <laughs> but then. It all comes out that Addison DeWitt has worked it all out I after eat. he tried to interview her in the change room, the dressing room. and Because he also saw her trying to crack onto Bill. Yeah. Why do you want me, Bill? She's very good Anne Baxter. Mm. She has a few different voices. Oh, I shouldn't say voices like ways of talking personalities of voices. She goes, I'm a soft little Wisconsin thing. And then it's like, I'm flirting with the director. And then it's like, I'm a crazy bitch. She doesn't do it like, you know, and then it's, Oh, Addison. Yeah. And yeah, the whole farce of it, the whole manipulation, the whole lie of the origin story. Yeah. Comes out and then she cries very well. Uh, Which I think is a little bit real. Do you think she's trying to manipulate Addison with the tears? Or do you think she's really thinking it's all come crashing down? I've always thought that it's all come crashing down. Because she probably always thought, like, I'm so smart and I'm great at this. Nobody's ever going to find me out. And then Addison finds her out and she's like, Now I have to do what he says. Mm. So her perfect plan is... Not perfect anymore. And then she realises she can have her career, but yes. she's has to uh, marry Addison. She's a bit like Britney to Jamie Spears. Ooh, topical. topical. Hashtag free Britney. Oh, the fridge just turned fridge. on. The fridge. My <laughs> fridge is <laughs> weird. Um, and then... It's a good... Try, try and tell me what you think I wrote here. <laughs> Wait, as in your handwriting, viewers. <laughs> That's what <laughs> Lee's handwriting is, everyone. So, so it says there. I can't does, read. I can't read that. Does repay? Does repay mean ask for forgiveness? Give me it. Give me it. That's the does word. Does repay? Does repay ask for forgiveness? Do you reckon it's meant to be repay? No, someone says repay. Does repay mean ask for forgiveness? i repay. Eve offers to repay things. Repay what? I don't know, but is that her asking for forgiveness? Then Eve is childish. That's the next scene at the awards, back at the awards. She dies in the air. No, anyway. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Um, (laughs) She gets killed by a psycho creepy high school student. Phoebe. Um, Does repay repay, mean ask for forgiveness? Oh, does he say it to her? He says something like, you're going to have to repay for what you did. Does he say that? Anyway, moving on. We don't know. If you know, get in touch. Hey, no. (laughs) I won't. So then we go back to the start, which is back to the awards ceremony, Mm -hmm. which is more theatre people with better awards than those pesky Oscars. Even if the award statuette is just what looks like a woman sitting on a golden toilet, as opposed to a man just standing with his arms crossed. Yeah. Yeah. So he's I'm not continuing. sitting on the toilet. He's not sitting on the toilet, but he's naked. And then he goes. Addison goes. You have to come to this party. Max has put a lot of effort, and it's your party. I can't. Have too tired. And that then went, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> that <laughs> and then Addison goes. Oh, you're just being childish, which is the word that people have used to refer to Margot throughout the whole film. Yeah. And then, full circle. Full that's what I wrote, circle of theatre woman. No, no it's even, yeah. <laughs> It is the circle the day of life we arrive on the stage because the um and blinking step into the spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> there's more to be Eve. Same. No, <laughs> no it's, there's more to be Can seen. S C E N E. Oh, we'll rewrite that for our not parody. To do than can ever be done. We'll rewrite that for our parody <laughs> song playlist on YouTube. That's not coming. Um <sighs> then uh, after that, the scene with Phoebe in oh, the hotel, the scene Phoebe. It is very creepy, but this is my one other than the scene walking down the street in New Hampshire. My one criticism of the movie mm. is that that is too obvious. Oh, it's too, like, it's going to happen to her. Yeah. It's too much like, hey, you know how Eve started? This is Phoebe. She's like Eve. Maybe it was too long. Like, it could have just been, you know what it could have just been? it could have just been, oh, I'm Evie. I'm writing an article on you. Oh, and then the door knocks. Go and get that. End of the movie. You know what it could have been? Eve could have gone up. I nearly said George to Addison DeWitt could have just come <laughs> in there, and then he comes back with the award. Yep, and sees the woman waiting there, and then she's like, Ooh, and then he goes, "Give this to f- what's her face." Eve, and then she looks at it and goes up, and that's it. So you don't need the scene of the interaction with. I I think it's too because it because then the thing that doesn't make there's a little in my mind that the, the timeline of the movie. Doesn't fully make sense to me. Eve's not old enough to be Margot. No, because in the start when Karen's doing her thing, she was like, "Ah, Eve, I remember when I met her." Oh, it's it's June now. It seems like only October. Yeah, it's only like eight months. Yeah, but then in that time, this happened. This happened. They. Did this play? They rewrote a new play and put it all on again. And then Eve did what? What three performances of this play? Yeah. And she's already got chapters and chapters of fan clubs and and one and one and the equivalent of an Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. It it did. That did seem a little bit rushed. Yes. But it makes uh, other than schools and schools of fan clubs making because the theatre isn't national. Who will have seen her? Just she's from Brooklyn. That was bad. Yeah. I don't know what that was. So, But she's like, there's chapters of fan clubs all over the country. Who from bloody North Dakota would have seen Eve on the stage? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. a bit weird. So, it's not like it's a movie and they all would have seen the movie. They might have just read the reviews and then started, oh, this is a uh, up-and-coming woman. If you think it's not really explained how much time is in between when they first meet Eve... And like the under the party, and then the party, and a when month. they're in the lounge, room. yeah. I think then there's a whole other six months where they could have done another play. True, but it just it was too much because there was it was like all of the things that Eve did in the first forty minutes of the movie, Phoebe did in one scene. Yeah, Helped pack, pack her, her bags, answered the door, door for her. Pretended to be her with her clothes on. Got the on, clothes. And cleaned then, up the thing. Yeah. Flirted with... It f- I fucked Addison DeWitt. Yes. Yeah. Knew who Addison DeWitt was. Oh, I know. I don't know about you. I don't then, know he's a critic or a gossip columnist. They're both. Critics are terrible people. We're movie reviewers. Oh, oh.
1: We Sorry just, to all we the just read on listening. that social media post oh. before.
0: Someone Quora, which is a social media question thing, but also someone the character asked a question. The character in the play oh, yeah. is it that, It's Q U O R A. Do you reckon it's Quora or Qu- Quora? It's not Quora. Qu- it's not Quora. It's Quora like, like questions. Quokka. It's not Quokka. It's Quora like Qu- Qu- like oh, quotes. Oh, Quora Q U R A. No. That side with the questions, and someone asked is West Side Story worth watching in 2021. So then we as Two Drink Cinema posted yeah. so and said we, here's we our reviews, listen to our podcast as you all should have as well. Mm-hmm. And then a few answers down there was someone film critic. Yes. Yeah that's, that's that, that was there right. that was there. So if you ever need a quick criti- critique about a movie, ask that person. We're not we're not gonna I don't names. I don't know who they were. I can't even remember now. Moses I just addison to so quickly. Oh, no, he would rabble on and on. What is he? He'd write a whole thing about Ansel Egerton and about Rita Moreno and all the scandals that they've been involved in. Rather. So then it ends with Phoebe in the coat. The mirror. In the, the mirror scene. Wall of mirrors. But how hectic is the music? I know. It's like, she's going to murder Eve. It's about like... Yeah. that You could put that in a Hitchcock movie. The music does work well in this. Because it's like not there were a couple that, of times, maybe not so much. At it the was end. way too big in that one, and there yeah. were a couple of times that it was too big. But for the most part, I didn't notice it, which is good. There is a one bit that I really noticed it in the, the party scene where nobody's nobody's they're all they're the all like. They're, I think they're all like sitting around on the stairs. I think it's that bit, mm-hmm. and they're talking about who would be an actor, but, and Eve's going on like. Oh, if anything, it's just for the applause and acting and this, da-da. And while she's having this weird mon- inner monologue, but out, out loud, mm. um, it's the score, blah, blah, blah. And then she, like, snaps. And then it goes back to just, like, background party music. Oh, so it's like yeah, she's yeah. just gen- genuinely being Eve. I'm obsessed with becoming the next big actress on the stage. Yeah. And then it goes, oh, I meant to be playing a character. Oh, I meant to be in the just at the party. But that... I've got yeah. to compete with Marilyn Monroe. I've got no chance. <laughs> that final scene is a little bit too, little bit too much. much. Yeah. yeah. It could have been simplified for the same point. I also don't get... Maybe it's a bit of... Maybe I didn't fully understand. Because she was going to go to the party with Addison. Yeah. Then she was like, take take the award. It's more about the this than me. The really for the statue. Just go... Well, but then not- why did he come back with the award? Because he said he she left it in the taxi. But yeah, but because you were meant to take it to the park. No, I think he was like, Well, if you're not coming, fuck the statue. That statue's not coming either. Yeah. If you're gonna be that childish, sit in your fucking room with your statue and cry. Mm. But that point of her saying it's more about the statue than of me goes back to what Margot was saying about when I stop when I step off the stage Margot Channing is no more. Yes. Because Margot Channing is just this facade Mm. that people like from the stage. She's Carol Channing. I'm Spartacus. Don't do it again. (laughs) Um it's gonna be a bumping night. we got to watch some I, Carol Channing I movies i got to watch more Carol Channing So I realise <laughs> how she actually sounds Other than raspberries and Spartacus And R- Ryan Stiles <laughs> impersonation of her if and you haven't seen it, it's back oh. on our Instagram. Um, and, and we, we reference it in, in Spartacus. Drag queens impersonations. <laughs> and we reference it in our Spartacus episode and we reference it in our Mrs. Doubtfire like episode. like the most running <laughs> joke. That we, it's, we've mentioned it as much as Back to the Future. Hey, almost. hey. hey. I and didn't Indian, even mean that on purpose. And Indiana Jones. Ding. You know, making the movie though, because mm. there's good chemistry on set between the actors, you would imagine, because yes. they yes. do quite well. Celeste Lest Home and Betty Davis actually like they're best they're best friends. Oh really? No they fucking hate each oh, other. Oh I was going to say. Two women in the two women in yeah. the in the theater. In the theater. Two women um, actors loving each other. Apparently the story is Betty okay. It is okay. no surprise to anyone All that right. Betty Davis Addison DeWitt give us the gossip. It is no surprise to anyone that uh, Betty Davis is a bitch. Um so it's a thing, there's a lot of stories about it To the point where she's been such trouble on set That when one director that um, she worked with previously Found out that Joseph L. Mankiewicz hired her to pla- to be in a movie yep. And he like contacted Joseph L. Mankiewicz and was like Are you fucking serious? Do not do this Do you she really will, want to do that? She will make your life hell but she didn't because she actually liked the movie. <laughs> so it was good. Well, maybe that's the thing. Yeah. Don't hire me for your movie was shit. Um, so on the first day on set, apparently, they all got there and blah, blah, blah. And Celeste Home, Karen, said something like, good morning. And then Pity Davis said something like, oh, well, shit, good manners or something. And then, was, I don't know, paraphrasing. And they never spoke to each other again. Well, no wonder Karen's... <laughs> tirades at Margo are so convincing yeah. but then apparently that the was funny the, thing is that, that was Eve, actually unscripted it was yeah. just Celeste having a go at Betty yeah. <laughs> um, that Betty Davis and Anne Baxter got along like House of Fire do you reckon Bett Midler was named after Betty Davis but then when she wanted to be an entertainer changed it to Bet so people wouldn't think she was named after Betty Davis no, I don't know Or is it like It's like you didn't have a chance Like how Martina Hingis's parents Named her Martina After Martina And never then gave a her a tennis racket And we're at like the age Here three. you go Win grand slams um, The other quote I have about onset dramas Yes Is about when um, Betty Davis Met Marilyn Monroe Yeah And Didn't say this to her face But mm-hmm. as in like I'm here talking to another person Yep and I'm Marilyn Monroe. That little blonde slut couldn't act her way out of a paper bag. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> she's got Betty Davis. Final thought: She's got Betty Davis. Oh no! One more Jabs. thought that I was saving till the very end. It is a very women-powerful film mm-hmm. with filled with comments about women and their qualities. Written by a man. Do you think reboot? Redo. Remake. Um or are you surprised it hasn't been and, floated uh, as a remake? I'm surprised I haven't heard about it being floated as a remake. Yes. But I think there are certain movies in Hollywood history and folklore that are so good that you just can't remake them. Mm. Which is interesting is what I probably would have said about West Side Story, but hey, here we are. Um, Yeah. Like, could you imagine being... The director that has to direct the remake of All About Eve. Who's going to be like, oh, I'm going to play freaking Margot Channing. I'm not going to try and do that. There's no way. Who would you cast? Let's take a break. We're going to talk about it in the break, okay? And in our little promo break, so we've we're, going got to a, re, we're going to recast all about Eve. We've got a couple of minutes, listeners. Yeah. You've got thirty seconds, yeah. While I tell you how good "No Pants, No Problems" is, yeah. Um, to recast all about Eve. Yeah. So Margot, just Margot. Margot, Eve, Karen, just Margot and Eve, Karen. Karen, Margot, Eve, Karen, and Addison, and Addison. The other two aren't really that important. And Thelma Ritter and Max Fabian is Danny DeVito. Done. There's one for you already. (laughs) We're going to have a break uh, and we'll be back with a new cast for All About Eve. Let's have a chat, an open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. No pants, no problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favourite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at NoPantsPod. She's got Betty Davis' eyes. All right, we have recast a 2022. We've refilled, we've recast, we've, we've restocked. Cheers. Uh, so welcome back. We've recast... Uh, Betty Davis eyes I was going to call the movie Betty Davis eyes The ice. movie is called All About Eve It's and All About Eve Betty Betty in it originally And her eyes Okay I'm going to start with No, you said You could make it All Australian Well and then I got After three And I was like I can't Okay So I think we've said The same I've just looked over At your sheet We've said, we the, said same. the same For Kate Margot Blanchette For Margot And then I also said All Nicole Kidman Because But then Nicole Kidman Might be too old But she could be A little bit off At the moment Kate Blanchett right. is I think known enough as a very good dramatic yeah. actor now. Yeah. to be and but like a centerpiece dramatic actor. Yeah, can carry Nicole a film. Nicole Kidman is incredible. Yeah. but I don't think she's quite the centerpiece Margot Channing. Margot Channing. So I Kate uh, Blanchett um I think we both once we <laughs> you said Australian in the break. And we'd already referenced her in, earlier in the episode. Both said Margot Robbie for E. I did write her first and then I changed my mind. Oh, I, I like that name actually. Shush, 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 shush. Say it Saoirse right. Sersha Ronan. Yeah. Because, like, young. Yes. Actress. Pretty. Good. Would be able to do it. Yep. Yeah. I feel like they would get someone less known. Right. To really make the point of... Willow Smith. This is a really well... Like, this is a less known actor playing a less known actor, but doing it really well. Right. I don't know anyone because they're obviously unknown. Camilla Cabello. (laughs) Selena Gomez. Zendaya, Duff. Zendaya could be good. Oh, I like that. Yeah, okay. Zendaya. And diversity. Well... Karen was my diversity. Okay, cause because I was going to say, if you were going to put Birdie as your diversity leader, that's yeah, a bit, no. um, that's a bit problematic. So, okay, okay, so Karen is ticking the diversity box, but I have to say, as a disclaimer, I haven't cast her just for diversity. Okay, you think she'll be good at it? She'll be incredible. Yeah. Viola Davis as Karen. Viola Davis could be... Nah, she's too old. Well, I put her as Margot as well, a possible Margot. Yeah. Because she can be, and she's proven that she can be, a centrepiece of a... Oh, yeah. ...of a movie. And a TV series yes. Yes. And so I think Viola Davis as Karen, because she can be nice and the yeah. soft touch of Karen. Yeah. But she can also be, fuck you, Margot, you're being a bitch. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know who I wrote, which is very weird and very obscure Because I was like I was trying to think of someone But then I am Julia like Juliana K- Margulies Yes No, too old <laughs> Juliana Margulies could be Margot um, No Lisa McCune Yeah, right <laughs> No, I was trying to think And then it's very obscure mm. Rashida Jones As Karen I don't know I think she's a bit young yeah You'd have to cast someone like Amy Poehler As, as Birdie then <laughs> Well uh, No um, <laughs> Close No but you, she, you know Because she's like good And she's in movies, But she's not too flashy And Because you couldn't uh, but My thing was like You should not have someone too Grand and too glamorous She's a bit sitcom Yeah really. Which I don't know And I think It was hard to Because she's nothing Well I don't want to keep saying She's that. not nothing but she It's a very, compared she's to the also, other women Thelma Ritter isn't a comedy actress She's a funny actress in dramas Right And I think there's a difference Yeah After you said Australian I said Birdie is Jackie Weaver <laughs> <laughs> So we, did I <laughs> We were going to make this I was going to make this trivia To see if we could uh, align And then I said Tina Fey But too young Yes Um so I'm agreeing on Zendaya. I like Zendaya. I'm agreeing on Kate Blanchett. I yep. Are we agreeing on Viola Davis as Karen? Um, who did you have? Rashida Jones, but I don't like that now. You've talked me out of it. Viola Davis, Jackie Weaver, <laughs> Jackie Weaver 100%. as Karen. Yeah. As Birdie. Yeah. Um, Nathan now, Lane, Addison. <laughs> I was just, because I'm like, I'm convinced that Addison DeWitt is gay. Okay. So, I just I just wrote gays. I just wrote a gay. That's all I wrote. You know who would be... Pumba. And I Timon. don't want to typecast him, because the only two things I've seen him in, he's played a bitter writer, is the guy who plays the critic in The Greatest Showman. Because it's the same oh, character. that guy. It's the same character. Yeah. But I'm not sure he's say Australian big enough <laughs> yeah, neither Zendaya or Viola Davis <laughs> That's true um i'm not sure he's big enough as an actor to be that big a part yeah um when you were saying all Australian i did think sam neil or geoffrey rush too old now yeah but jefferson geoffrey- it's not yeah but then if he's going to go you're going to marry me zendaya that's a bit weird <laughs> yeah particularly geoffrey rush's age considering oh some of your yeah. past accusations. True. But at least we're not saying Craig McGregor. I was going to say that. <laughs> oh, man! Um, but not Australian. You want old, You want older but dignified. Christoph Waltz. No. He's too... Then he could be... I too, don't know why he's Swedish. He's too caricatured of himself, Christoph Waltz, now. Right. He seems to just play an extension of what he played in Inglorious Bastards. Now. Yeah, yeah. Um which is not a criticism of him, it's a criticism of casting. Yes. Really. Um Addison DeWitt. Did you have someone? I wrote Nathan Lane. Too much. Or Eric too Stone Street. I just don't want them to be too gay. Eric Stone Street's not too gay. I don't, he just feel plays like, gays. I don't feel like it's a good representation. Oh. And the point of recasting in 2021 is to represent well. Oh, like James Corden in the prom where he played a gay. Yeah. So we don't want... What if it's James Corden? Then? We don't want Addison to be gay. You don't? Because in 2021, a gay theatre critic wouldn't need a beard. Oh, that's If that's, that's your okay. idea, which I yeah. don't think it is. So, Addison. John Wood. Um <laughs> William McInnes Javier is the right Bardem. William McInnes is the right age. Um I can't I'm it's, no, we're no. drawing a blank. That's make minor. it a woman, make it a woman and make that Viola Davis. Yeah. Done. Sure. So then who do you give Karen Octavia to? Tavia Spencer. Mm. Taraji P. Henson. Just naming black actresses now. <laughs> Um, Jennifer Aniston Jennifer Aniston could be Karen She actually popped into my head Yeah Because she did do the very serious in Morning. Kudrow instead She'd be Birdie That's true If, and you, now were, we're if just... you were casting the Friends cast <laughs> as um, Okay, so Addison, think... Bill and What's the other the director's Lloyd. name? Lloyd Okay, now cast the cast of Friends into yeah. Eve, Margot, Karen, Addison, Bill, and Lloyd. Okay, so sota would be Lloyd. Uh, um, Ross would be Max. Ross would be... <laughs> the big, fuck, ugly, naked guy. What's he called? <laughs> um, and then... Lloyd would be... No, we're doing this. Ross Lloyd is Max. Lloyd would be Mac, Le, Matthew Perry. Chandler Yeah Okay Ross is Max But who's gonna be Addison? Gunther, Gunther? So Bill Gunther Bill Is Addison Matt Is Joey No Addison has to be Gunther And so Bill is Joey Gunther 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 Yeah And then Eve is Cat, uh, So Birdie is Phoebe Yeah And then Karen Is 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 Courtney Cox. Monica, yeah. And then Margot is Rachel. Yeah. And then Eve is um, Janice. (laughs) Janice. (laughs) Done. All right. right. Um, Trivia. Let's do some trivials. it's a new segment for us, and this time I've actually come up with a title. Can I say the title? No, I can't. <laughs> I literally almost can't <laughs> pronounce it. the title. Is Solomonite. <laughs> Back to our Plan Nine discussions, oh, which are on a the YouTube. If you've been listening, um, so it's called. And it's better than my other titles, actor tennis, which I just came up with on the spot. Yeah, IMDb top four, which I just came up on the spot, and badly explained movie titles. They'll just which is exactly what you think it is. They just do what they say on the tin. This one is called Cinnamonim. Cinnamonims, try it. Cinnamonim. Cinnamonims. Cinnamon toast. Yes. Cinnamon donuts and cinnamon challenge. What it is, what it is, the... is we get a teaspoon of cinnamon and then <laughs> eat we it and try eat to... it and we try and say a quote from a movie. Say a plot. Plot in your paper. <laughs> No. It's going to be a bumper note. It's the word synonym. Synonym. I almost said it wrong then. Mixed with cinema. cinema. So we get cinnamon. And what it is, is we're taking movie titles. And we are replacing them with synonyms. Yeah. So to use an example of a movie okay. that we referenced yep. earlier that stars Tom Cruise. Precipitation Mail. Yes. Is Rain, Rain Man. Is Ghost Protocol. <laughs> is Mission Impossible 3. <laughs> At um, World's End. Okay. That's not, I'm going to go first. Mine. Okay, go. Ready? This could be easy for Lee because he could just look at my DVDs and probably work We had some uh, feedback from when we did Actor Tennis. Yeah. Um, did somebody... Get, please tell me somebody yelled at the... Katie, Katie good, Lee. Good, good. Katie Yay. Lee messaged me and she said, I was yelling my best friend's wedding at the radio. <laughs> good. I got there eventually. Okay. Okay. First on one. The radio. Yep. Is wild canine small water flow. Wild, wild canine, dog, small water flow, little river. So those, they're two words that I've split up into. So wild uh, canine is one. Okay. Small water flow is the other. Little waterfall, little river. Little... Small water flow is one word. Wild canine is one word. So like fast dog. Like not wild. What's what, What's the synonym? Fuck. Wild canine becomes one word. Yeah, no. But I'm trying to think of a synonym. Yeah, but for you're saying fast dog. That's two words. <laughs> yeah, but I'm thinking now. Okay. You wrote it. You know the answer. Give me your one, so we can both think at the same time. Ah. Oh. We might play some thinking music. Mandibles. Mine's one word that becomes one word. It's a lot Hands. Easier. Mandibles. Fingers. Wait. Knuckles. Mandibles. Mandibles no, is your hands. <laughs> Fast dog. Little river. Wild canine. Small water flow. Okay. 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 The smallest of the flowing waters. Lake. That's the flowing water. Stream. And a wild... Creek. Canine. Wolf creek. Yes. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Mandibles You gave it away because When I said "creek," Your eyes went Whoa. Yeah because <laughs> You're on the right track That was, that was two minutes That's of... why we're good at charades <laughs> one... <laughs> It's one minute of The whole thing Mandibles Mandibles is hands Fingers Knuckles No Saw Wait I'm just Can gonna... you look yeah. up I'm going to check that I've got my bones right Kneecaps Shoulder blades Elbows There's hair, not a big name not a Wrists <laughs> <laughs> Mandibles Oh, what is it saying? It's a bug. Shoulder blades. The movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hang yeah, on. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mandibles. Mandibles. It's one word. Aliens. No, that's all. That's on your screen. Um. Do we get thinking music, or how's yeah, this hopefully, work? Hopefully, because this has gone on forever. Um. Mandibles. It may have been a movie we've previously mentioned in a previous episode. The Burbs. That could have. No, that would have been in a way. The the birds. Mandibles. Mandibles. What's a mandible? I'm sure it's your hand. It's not. That's a hand. What is it then? Jaws. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I win. Hear one then. Hear one then. (laughs) Height-based unease. Vertigo. Yep. That was good. Easy. Give me another one. Tick. A dozen frustrated males, twelve angry men. Yeah, I was like, I was like, no, because I already did precipitation male. Um, then I was like, I need another word for men. This one's a little, uh, yeah, hair lubricant, like shampoo, gel, water, shower. Let's <laughs> wait. It is, it is one word, hair lubricant. Comb. Nope. That's also not a movie. And more towards lubricant. the lubricant thing. Oh, God. Um, wax. A one-word movie title. Moose. And they used this lubricant in their hair. Hairspray. In the movie. Not hairspray. No. Hairspray does the opposite lubricant. of the lubricant. Shampoo, conditioner, head and shoulders. Um, and toes. Head, shoulders, mandibles, toes. Hair yeah, lubricant Maybe I made it too much Is you, I think I've, I've I, Hairspray Gel Mousse Wax Pomade There's some similarities between hairspray and this movie I will give a lot of clues West Side Story Is not one word um, A one word Movie musical Dream girls Hair <laughs> Then I would write follicle. Um, okay. Follicles. Um, Moulin Rouge is two words. Similarities um, between Hairspray and this movie I was about to say the title of. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. They're both in the 60s. they They're both got fat women as the lead. Um nope. I, Not Sound of Music, not Mary Poppins. I, I'm going to give you one, two. There's a lot about hair and brushing things through the hair in this movie. That doesn't help. You've said hair 14 times. All I can think of is hair. Grease. Grease is not a hair lubricant. It's a lubricant and there's a lot about hair in it. They put grease in their hair. Grease is the word. Yeah. Grease is not a hair lubricant. Grease they put in their hair. You could have said like economically fucked country or something. But It's a different Greece. Well, it's still the same word. Grease is still the word. Is that allowed in charades? Like if I had to charade Greece and I charaded John Travolta singing to Olivia Newton-John, but the card said the country and you said Greece, is that allowed? You would have still said Greece. So I would allow it. Because it's audio. If I was on your team, then I would have allowed that we won that. Let us know how you went about two days days from now. You said that before. And I said... 48 hours when, later, when which is we, when? Are, when are we releasing this thing? No, you said it before to me, so I already... No, did. it's like... Yeah, but two days from now is when we're releasing it as well. So it works both ways. Oh, the day after the tomorrow. The day after tomorrow, yeah. Thursday, the movie. Thursday, the movie. <laughs> Thursday. Freaky Thursday. It's tied. It's tied. By my scoring. Oh, So... so it comes down to this one. If I tie-breaker. get it, I win... Which is convenient because it's my turn to choose a movie This is, uh, yeah Okay Okay The Monarchs The Queen Oh, sorry No Which one? Is there one called The 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 Queen? Kate Blanchett Does she play the Fucking Helen Mirren Oh, Helen Mirren Jesus Kate Um, Blanchett's in the one called That was so judgmental (laughs) The fucking Helen Mirren (laughs) Sorry, <laughs> Dame Helen Mirren. Dame Helen Mirren. You know what's an ordinary Helen Mirren movie? Red. Yeah. It, uh, ordinary, or I had no idea what was going it's on. It's an ordinary. And it was just an action movie with old people. It's an ordinary movie that she's in. She doesn't make it ordinary, of course. No, but you know, I I messaged you when I rewatched it mm. because what made me realise it was so average that I saw it on the stand yep. and I thought. I think I've seen this, but I can't remember. I, I can't remember it, so I'll watch it. it. But then, so as it goes on, I couldn't tell you anything that was about to happen. No, but every time something happened, I'm like, "Oh, I've seen this," because it was so generic. Which is a pretty clear sign that the movie had no impact on me. You know, when I I couldn't that- tell you the storyline of Red, but if you showed me a scene from Red, I'd go, "Yeah, I know this is exactly from Red, and yeah. it's at this point of the movie." Yeah. I am. watched it. I was working in the movies and we went and watched, watched Gold Class with my volleyball team at the time. Yep. We used to do this thing where we would finish the season and then we'd do like a Mad Monday.
1: Yeah. In um, Gold Class. How mad. Right?
0: <laughs> um, it was, you can drink in Gold Class. Oh, yeah. We got a little bit inebriated and I think one of my team members missed half the movie because he <laughs> was in the toilet all the time. Um, You know what movie I missed half of? How Man. do you know? Starring Jack Nicholson, Reese Witherspoon, <laughs> Old no. Wilson. Man on Fire. Is that Man the- on, With Denzel. Denzel and the Kidnapping. with Is that Dakota Fanning? In Mexico. Yeah, she gets kidnapped. Yeah, yeah, I missed half of it because I worked from 5 a.m. to 2 p.m. And then my friend Linda and I saw the 3 p.m. session. Uh-huh. Yeah, And so at the end, she was like, oh, how good was it when he did this? And I'm like, he didn't do that. She's like, yeah. yeah like, right in the was, middle of the movie, yeah. I'm like- <laughs> I, think I, I missed I probably asleep. forty minutes of it. Oh no! <laughs> anyway, we got to do anyway, the last yep. trivia the the monarchs' enunciation. I don't know if enunciation's the right word though, but I don't know another word for it. Oh, the king's speech. Oh, yep, that was too easy. You're gonna get better at this, brother. Oh. I did spring it on you twenty minutes before we recorded. Yes. I've thought of the movie that I want you to watch now. It could seem like a superhero movie. Oh, and I know I don't have a good track record of you liking superhero (laughs) movies. No, you might. Is it the American tale? No, no. I don't think is the superhero. I don't think you've seen it. It's called Sky High. Oh, have I? And I'm pretty sure Kurt Russell is in it. It's about the kids who are kids of superheroes going to the superhero high school. Right. Okay. But at the start of the movie, he doesn't have powers yet. Oh, like Harry Potter. Yeah. No, but he has... Yeah. Have you seen it, Sky High? I don't think so. No. Okay. So, you're watching Sky High a bit weird. for next week. Next week. All right. And okay. then after that, we're going to do a nostalgic one. Yes. I was going to say, can we watch Jumanji? <laughs> but we just watched Robin Williams. And we've also talked about Jumanji. Oh, no, that's the, re- the new Jumanji being problematic. <gasps> oh, that's Robin Williams as well. I was going to say, can we watch Fangulli? Um <laughs> Now, let's watch Aladdin. Now, we'll decide next week <laughs> yeah, we'll decide next what our week. nostalgic What re-watches. non-Robin Williams nostalgic right. movie we So, we'll watch. Uh, we've discussed all about Eve. And next, we're going to watch Sky High. Sky High. Okay. Thanks for listening to another <laughs> Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube or whatever podcast platform you're listening. Follow us on the socials at Two Drink Cinema. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Yes, now, we're up with the kids. If you want to see all of the little video clips, if you're a podcast listener that doesn't want to watch the YouTube, you can just see little funnies on TikTok in your stream. Yeah, little reels and junk and. You can also go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash two drink cinema because we've picked the mic stands that we want. Yeah, and we need money. And we know that Brett's fish and chip shop is better than Brett's pizza shop. So that we are very aware of that. We'll make some decisions about future dining. Thank you again for listening. Uh, We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. This episode has been produced by Odd Socks Entertainment. For more of Odd Socks Entertainment's work and podcasts, head to oddsocksentertainment.com.au. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any future Two Drink Cinema episodes and follow us on Facebook, Instagram or on Twitter at Two Drink Cinema and make sure to drink responsibly.